up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Uh, it, boys, it's it's the dog days. It's that awkward pet matter, but uh, he's he's on winter break, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, boys Bernardi, boys, Champagne, Illinois. How we doing? Good. Uh, back in my apartment at uh, three one five. Um, I know we have some good news to break for um another homeowner of the, our first homeowner in the podcast trio. But um, like you said, dog days of winter break right now. I'm in that weird bind where all I do is sleep till 11 a.m., work out, and then because Blaze's spring, spring break is coming up, and Blaze might go somewhere on spring break, so I got to look good. Oh, but, um, <laughs> but we can't get too far ahead. But, no, I'm enjoying myself. I'm catching up reading a bunch of books and uh, watching college football. So so it's been a good mental break, and I'm, I'm looking forward to 2022. Continuing the podcast with you all, and um, we'll shoot it up to Chicago with Dave. Dude, wait, I wait. Mean, if, wait, if wait. If, if, go ahead. If, what were you asking, Merrick? If you go on spring break and someone asks like, him where you go to school and like, what year are you, what do you say? Uh, that's a great question. I was just kidding. I'm not really going on spring break. I just thought it was a good talking point for the podcast I thought before, but, um, I don't know if grad students go on spring break. Maybe I'll start figuring it out. And if, and if we do, and if we go somewhere, I think that'd be hundred percent hysterical. And I definitely go, unless we all want to go to Vegas again for March madness and we can just call it my spring break. We'll just take a peek at, uh, at what the rates are on student loans right now and just see if you can get a free one or something for cheap rates. I mean, that's just free money. Use that to go on spring break or to bet on games. Why not? Yeah, points point bets my student loans right now. Interest rates are low, folks. And, and right on cue, as always, Davey, I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, Dave McAvoy coming from Chicago, Illinois. Dave, how's the holidays? Well, well, first off, you know that if what what year they ask Blaze, he just he's gonna just gotta say he's a ninety one. Let's just like get out of the way, right? I should get that tattooed okay. on me. Ninety one. He's a ninety one. No, no, uh, even cooler, even cooler. You should get the like the 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 Roman numerals for for nineteen ninety one. That'd be that'd be another really cool tattoo for you to get. You've got like six. I can't do the Roman. Code. I can't do the Roman numerals. Oh, but you could do airport codes, but yeah. not the Roman numerals. Got it. Got it. Understand. It's like what that's what Brad Pitt did, idiot. So I, Christmas was nice. I got to, we got to see everybody. Uh, but really pretty much once Christmas Day ended, it's just been all downhill for a Dave McAvoy. My picks have been shit. I was, was puking out the, the top, and I was shitting liquids out the bottom for a couple of days in a row. Oh. And then I was telling you, the, in the, perhaps the biggest blow of all to me right now, they changed the chicken Kiev recipe and raised the prices. Inflation's starting to hit me directly where it hurts. It's not fair. President Biden's got to do something about this and fix this. Um, so, yeah, a little bit rough here the last few days. But you know what? We're, we're ready for, for big things. If anyone knows how to bounce back, it's Mike Merrick. So I'm going to him for advice here. Uh, onward and upward 2022. Here we come. Nowhere to go but up in 2022. That's what we said about 2021 as well. Yeah, and look, look, we have we have the Philo methodology that's going to carry us through twenty two too. First in, last out every every time. Dave, I'm shocked though, and I mean at this rate by twenty twenty four, the chicken keeps they're going to be two dollars a pop. That's going to be like a, a what a hundred percent increase from three four years prior. And and not to mention too, you said the recipes like going to shit. So we got problems. Well, the problem too was I didn't tell you this. 
I Googled like Dutch Farms Chicken Kiev because that's the brand that I, I eat. And the first, the only articles that come up are like Salmonella articles from a couple <laughs> months ago. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, geez, hopefully this aren't, that's not what's and, wrong with and you, wonder, you wonder how you got sick. You wonder how you got sick. I mean, I'm not, I'm going to give them another chance, obviously. But this is Dave's you know, Magna Carta podcast playing uh, this, this podcast is, sick. That's what you got for making fun of me. You got sick. Because well, I, I laughed at you calling it your Magna Carta instead of your Magnum Opus. You know what I'm saying. I know, yeah, I know I did, but I just no, to I deserve to, I deserve to get right. heat for that. That was mildly embarrassing, but it's okay. Uh, On no, to the next one. But hey, wait, we need to talk about Mike Merrick, the new homeowner. Congratulations. Well, you know what? I mean, yes, that, that is exciting. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it is exciting. We're finally moved in. We're we're in. We're in the lab. We're in the studio uh, right now. Uh, other, you know, office recording here. Uh, but look, even more importantly, over the holidays, I was and I, I was named Don Corleone, aka the Godfather, uh, to Miss Malia Rose. So even bigger news over the holidays. Malia's family reunion. Malia's family reunion. They asked me to be the Godfather. I couldn't be more. Uh, couldn't be any happier. Um, excited to be your Godfather, boys. And, and Dave, you both actually weren't, weren't able to make it over to Kubiak's. Um, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll give you the short and skinny of it. I lost $500. I got posted on three times, and that was all my money. I don't um, know. That, that would have been me. I was borrowing from Mr. Kubiak 30 minutes in. So um, that that's the synopsis. Boys, you were up in, in Chicago with your brother? Okay. Lincoln Park, yeah. Good time? Good time. Nice. All right. Well, look. Listeners, we, we've got a, a, a few things to kind of recap on really quick from last week. Records, kind of early takeaways from the bowl season. I think all three of us can agree at this point the SEC is dog shit. They're 0-4. Uh, ATS, I believe, too, not only 0-4, uh, straight up in bowl games in the big time. Three no. Well, point. we were supposed to record yesterday, so you're a day behind. They got a win with South Carolina, and then they got an extra loss now with Tennessee as we record now. Yeah. So one in five. One yeah. five. Yeah. still still bad regardless. That's terrible. And and I think the Big Ten has done what four and to start three and four. And yes, with Michigan State playing right now, and they've all covered the spread. Can't hate that. Can't hate that, Dave. What about records? Um, I'm I continue to I can't sniff the NFL. Um, how do we finish up from last week? Hang on, let me look and see if there's anything late that I got to add here. Uh, I got absolutely smoked. I'll I'll start with that on my college picks. That Auburn game really hurt. I know you guys will disagree, and it's just like me being soft, but oh, my God. I watched most of that game. It was the ugliest game of all time, and then they blew a a grounding call and a holding call at the end, and it's pretty much just been absolute dog shit since then. I was was completely off on Oregon, Iowa State, uh, so those are big losses for me. You guys have been rock solid, though. Blaze went 4-1 and in college. Um, and then uh, two and one in the NFL. Blaze is a sixty-one is a six seventeen winning percentage all day right now. He's d- destroying us. Um, even Merrick at this point too. Even if he does make as many picks as me, he would need to lose every single one of them for me to catch him. So uh, I, I don't think that excuse is really going to work for me moving forward. Um, Mikey, you were fine. You were two and three all day well, last weekend. You are now a slim four and a half games back of me. So you could your your big. Hope this week is to catch me before 2022. I know our seasons go in different order. We're probably going to play till the end of football for the actual records. But Oh, totally. totally. Yeah, I think we do until week 18 of NFL. That's when the final thing will be. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it just be the Super Bowl? There's not that many plays, and then we're getting into college basketball. We'll see. 
No, I, yeah, I, I know we're definitely going to lose steam. We're not going to have like a episode every week. It's really hard. No, it, 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 it will get tough. You know, we'll probably go to that, that every other week schedule here and if, at least for a few weeks. I mean, I know we're all going to be on the work on minus plays uh, for the first uh, at least eight weeks of the year as, as uh, you know, corporate so the other, the other problem though is with college basketball, the lines don't come out until like the day before. Yeah, yeah. So what we so did last a- year is um, yours truly as a Ken Palm subscription, primarily just so I control people, control people on the Illinois message boards, but we use those spreads for the podcast. Oh, I'm shocked. So, uh, so if you like a Perfect. game or something, you can ask me and then I'll shoot you the spread via Ken Palm. And it's usually, I've got, I, I got a Ken Palm. Okay. I got a Ken Palm. So we're, we're good. But no, it's definitely a dog days. Message boards have been pretty quiet too. So. Hey, yeah, Illinois hasn't played in like two weeks. Yeah, they got the COVID right now. Well, so I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go too far into the politics because I can't stand hearing people complain about this shit recently. But obviously, it's affecting a lot of sports. It's, it's affected the NHL. They shut down from what Christmas Eve all the way to uh, this coming Sunday, I believe January second. Uh, the World Juniors for hockey was canceled mid tournament. Um, you've got seven bowl games already already canceled. Like, do you guys? Before we get into picks, do you guys think that this is going to become like a, a bigger issue for major league sports over the course of the next six months, or do you think like, hey, probably towards the end of Q one here, it's probably going to die down, and we're not going to see any you know a, a ton of cancellation kind of pauses mid season. Well, my take on this is government is always slow to adapt and change policies and rules, and they finally did for Omicron. And I think it's probably going to be changing again come January or February once there's more, more data on this virus. I don't think anymore it's um, how many positive cases. I think it looks at hospitalizations, ventilators, and then deaths too. And like according to New York Times, the deaths are going down. So this is becoming an endemic. We talked a little bit about this last week. It's part of the flu now. And I think we'll society in the CDC will slowly catch up to the reality of the situation. Unfortunately, it's not happening faster, but unfortunately people didn't get vaccinated when they could have at the same time. So catch 22 ready to move on though, but football, NHL, NBA is all dealing with it in their own certain ways. Just kind of happy college football is kind of able to battle through this with the bull season. So yeah, it's the, it's the players associations that are going to be the biggest roadblock. It seems like that was the big roadblock for the NFL. Um, and then the NHL too. It just seems like the the player associations don't want to give up any power by letting the like ownership or everybody change these rules and letting them just play despite being testing positive. Because if you remember, like a couple of weeks ago, the NFL players association said they wanted more testing, and it was like everyone that's got a brain was like, "Why the fuck would you need more testing? You're testing asymptomatic people that are vaccinated. It's completely ludicrous." So I think we're, we're really close to getting over the hump with the entire thing. It's going to be like the last time we had a pandemic, 1918, two full years. Here we are. We're still been living life pretty much normal for the last year or so. Um, and I think next year will be even better as far as getting – you'll have fans all the way back, even in Canada, I think, which is, sounds crazy to say. And, uh, yeah, I, I really don't think it's going to be that big of a deal, especially come uh, NCAA tournament time. I would be absolutely flabbergasted if they still have any yeah, types of restrictions in place. I'm with you. And, and honestly, I think my biggest concern right now is, is more so focused on all the uh, all the pollution from all these COVID tests. They moved everyone from fucking plastic to paper straws to save the turtles, and now all the fucking turtles are getting all clogged up. We're, 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 Mike, we're, Merrick, we're, Mike Merrick, known concerns about – he wants them on record, his concerns about the environment. Seriously, though, dude. Like, like – 
there was there was over like a, a billion COVID tests. It was it was deep pollution in the ocean last year. It's like what the fuck? Oh man, dude, they're gonna be pulling masks out of like the bellies of sea turtles in like 150 years from now and they're gonna be yeah. like how did this thing get in here yeah. merrick doing logistics they're, they're, gonna for like, all they're, these... gonna, they're gonna be like well thank god thank god he didn't get covid and he was vaccinated american <laughs> logistics with all these trucks driving all over the country i'm in big oil now thank god we have dave mcavoy a moral man working for a for a small bank i saved small businesses in 2020 all right Don't yeah anybody someone's got to be the moral compass for this podcast it's not me <laughs> i work for a bank but it's a small bank all right <laughs> Hey, hey, your neighborhood loan officer, you know who to call. He's hey folks, he's gonna he's gonna have his face on urinal cake soon. He's gonna be dishing out that many PPP loans again. Watch out. Uh, let's let's get to let's get to the picks though. There's a lot of good games uh tomorrow, New Year's Eve. Obviously, we got all the New Year's Day games. Um look, we've got both playoff games tomorrow, one here in Dallas, Arlington. I want to start there. Cincy, Alabama. 2.30 tomorrow at Jerry World. Who do you guys like in this game? I, I I mean, I'm I think it's pretty clear as day if you've ever listened to this podcast who you think I'm taking. But, uh, boys, who do, you, who do you like tomorrow? This is my conundrum, but I hate the SEC so much. I just have to do a blind bet on since you like SEC's one in five against the spread so far in bull season. So this is one of the things where I go, they're due. They're going to cover. Bama minus 13 and a half. But I just can't pull the trigger. Since he wants to be here, they're going to be ready. And I was listening to another podcast, Chris Felica and Stanford Steve. Shout out to the Bear. Kind of got me interested in college football betting. But my God, he's been horrible this year. But he talked to bookmakers in Vegas. And they said this line in reality, if it wasn't Bama, would be minus 10. But it's Bama. They can boost it up to three and a half more points and people would still do it. So that's value to me. And this is kind of a neutral game. Cincinnati's going to travel well. I like Cincinnati plus 13 and a half. I don't think Bama loses, but I think it's going to be closer than the experts think with a score of like 28 to 21. Desmond Ritter is the only wild card for me. If he thinks this is like his NFL tryout where everyone's going to be watching him and just tries to throw the ball instead of use his legs, that's the only way I see Bama covering. Since he's offensive and defensive line can battle with these guys, I think it's going to be a single-digit game. Bama wins, but I can't get off since he plus 13 and a half. They have the best win out of both these teams at Notre Dame. Let's hope they can be well coached, well prepared, and no COVID cancel, no COVID um, people out with COVID. I like the dog since he plus thirteen and a half. Give it to me, Dave. What are you thinking sure. on this? I'm, I'm, uh, I've got a few thoughts, but before I get there, where, where's where's your head at? I mean, first off, real quick retort to that: How can you say that since he has the best win when Alabama just destroyed Georgia? We have a short memory there. That's Unless the thing. I don't the SEC think Georgia entire, is good. Just Who has Georgia beaten? The SEC is horrible. They're in the like, playoff, though. Like, who I did know. Notre Dame beat? Notre Dame stunk, too. That's a good – but since he won a true road game, Bama barely beat Auburn. Georgia beat Tennessee. Tennessee just lost to Purdue without their top two receivers. They beat Florida. Florida lost to Central Florida. Like, I, I don't know where Georgia's I think, best I think win the whole is. Point, the whole point I'm trying to make, though, is, like, we've said this all year that we don't really know who, who the good teams are. It doesn't seem like any of the teams are good. And the fact that Alabama's kind of – and Michigan, it seems like, have kind of, like, shaken out to be the top two is a, a bit of a surprise because Alabama looked really vulnerable for most of the season, and their offensive line looked like shit. And all of a sudden, they look great in the last game. So if it was a fluke and Georgia's just not that good, Cincinnati could have their way with this offensive line. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see, especially when – I think Bryce Alabama Young is might so end up, good, though. He is. He is, and I think 
he's matured a lot throughout the, the year. Cincinnati obviously is known for their corners too. So I could see this, like to your point, Blaze, I could see Alabama running the ball a bit more than usual in it. And like, I, I don't mind the under here, but I, I, I can't bet against Nick Saban again. Um, I'm going to take Alabama minus 13 and a half. You're, you're spot on. I haven't heard that theory that you said the bear said, um, but it, it's an awesome theory. I mean, just stick it out there at 13 and a half and anyone that's ever bet in the history of their lives is going to see that line and be like, Oh my God, Alabama minus 13 and a half for Cincinnati. If you don't want to dig deeper or think anything about it, it's easy just to blindly bet Alabama. And that's what I'm going to do. I've been terrible lately. So why would I go? And yeah, I, I don't get, blame get you guys at all. It's, it's just more so I dislike the sec so much. Yeah, there's re- I, they've been terrible in bowl season. Yeah. They have been. But, Dave, you brought up a point about, about a banged-up offensive line for Alabama. You, I mean, you give them a couple weeks off here to get, get a little bit healthy. Like, I, I, I think I think that's going to help them. And, and, boys, you talked about Bryce Young. I think he's the X factor in this game. I, I mean, I, I know you're probably like, oh, wow, fucking bold call, Merrick. Yeah, but it, it, he really is. Like, if he has a good game, look, I, I, I think they win it. If he has a mediocre or, or subpar game, I think Cincinnati Cincinnati ends up winning in, in, in that case. So I do still like Bama. I'm going to go against, though, what I've been betting all year and betting that first half. I'm going to bet the second half because <laughs> these, these, these fucking animals cannot play in the first half. They come out in the second half, though. Every time Saban is a second-half guy, just makes adjustments. And But, I, I mean, look, gun to my head, I hope you're standing behind me. Dave, you said it exactly right, though. Like, Saban in the playoff, I would take him at fucking eight days of the week. So, I, look, I, I think it's a no-doubter. Alabama second half, Alabama game line, it, it, you got to roll time. Merrick, I'm, you this know is, what? I'll do the second half with you because I think it's going to be close at halftime. So this is like a good way for me to middle and my middle name is Blaze Hedge Bernardi. So I, I'll probably get on in on you with that. And, and God, you're just shocking our 200 listeners on this, throwing out a second half play for Alabama instead of first. Where did this come from? This is Merrick Galaxy brain out of left field. I wasn't ready for this at all. You're either going to feel like a complete genius or a fucking moron if it's like 21 nothing at halftime. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? The one time. New home, new half. New home, new half. Uh, look, after that game, though, on ESPN, we do have the other playoff game. We've got Georgia, uh, Jimmy, and the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, that's the Capital One Orange Bowl. Is that down in Orlando? Is that right? Miami. We're going Miami. to Miami. Miami, the Orange Bowl. Oh, I mean, a little probably probably more Georgia fans at that game, being being you know the location of the game. But I think I think that Michigan defense is going to match up really well. I think that offensive run game is going to be tough for Georgia to stop. Um, I mean, not to mention a, a, a dual uh, you know a, a dual QB system from Michigan. Seven and a half points. So that's a lot. It's a lot of points. Dave, what are you thinking? Well, I, I think all of us are going to be on the same side here. Uh, I like Michigan plus seven and a half. We're all Big Ten guys. We've been saying that the Big Ten is up and the SEC is down. Uh, nothing. I liked Michigan going into it, and I nothing that I've seen throughout the, the bowl season has made me, me come off of it. I did see today that they think one of the guys might have COVID and he isn't traveling with the team. I didn't read who it was, but one, someone on Michigan. I think all that Big Ten corner. Yeah, that might be the guy. I didn't see who it was, but I saw that there was like some concern out there. And then uh, that might be why the game was off the board temporarily earlier today. It had to have been. Yeah, the um, line but didn't yeah, move, though. 
one thing I do want to ask you guys about, though, did you see Blaze? Did you see DraftKings has look ahead lines based on what the final matchup could be? And it would be they have Alabama as minus six against Michigan, which is very, very strange to me that they would be that Michigan would be a seven and a half point dog to Georgia and only a six point dog to Alabama. But I guess you bake in the fact that they would have beaten Georgia and that's enough to make them. Yeah, it's a planning headline. Yeah. So you're updating the numbers. Um, Dave, I'm with you. You're right. I'm on Michigan. I'm a big 10 man. And like I, one of the reasons I think Michigan is a better team is they have gone on the road and they've won games. You can say Wisconsin's not good this year, but Penn State's not good this year. But these are hostile atmospheres, and I love the bowl games. They should have beat Michigan State too. They yeah, really they should have beat Michigan State. They should be undefeated. And I think what's great about this game is they renovated the stadium, Hard Rock. It's an amazing stadium now. Um, Michigan fans are going to travel well there majority of people who graduate from Michigan are well off. They're going to be more than happy to vacation in Miami. I think more than half that stadium is going to be in blue. And I think they're going to be prepared to play. This is something Harbaugh has been wanting to do for six years. I think it's going to be close. I threw a fiver on Michigan seven to one to win the title before they played Iowa. I still like that play. I'll probably hedge if they can advance. I think Michigan wins this game outright. Kirby smart relying on a walk-on quarterback instead of a five-star QB sums up the Georgia tenure of Kirby smart right there. And I think that's going to be the downfall. You saw the limitations of Bennett um, with Alabama's front four Michigan's front four is just as good. I just don't think Georgia's going to be able to get over the hump again. Give me Michigan. Eric? I see, I, I'm going to put down as advocate here. I think that Georgia defense, though, I, is is a little bit too high-powered and, and probably too fast for that Michigan offense. I don't think Michigan's seen a defense like that, especially from a speed standpoint. Um, and, and not to mention, too, you got uh, you know, the, the quarterback situation for Michigan. You got J.J. McCarthy, not a, a super mobile guy, right? Like I, I think you saw Georgia – have a really hard time with a mobile quarterback and Bryce Young. Um, I think look, if, if they're going to sit in the pocket all day and throw the ball and then, you know, run run, run their, their, their zones and, and really their jet sweeps with their wide receivers, I don't – like. I think I think Georgia matches up better on defense uh, compared to that Michigan offense. Now, again, Michigan's defense is good, but uh, look, I, I, I think they still got a lot of skill uh, really at every position on offense. So – uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Georgia here, seven and seven and a half. Um, I, I know again, unpopular opinion on the pod, but um, I, I again, I, I think it comes down to that defense from Georgia, and, and if they play the way that they have all year, minus the the SEC championship game, I think I, I, I think it's no doubt Georgia's going to come away two score winner. So um, there's two other games though, guys, on uh, on, on New Year's Eve here. Uh, there is Washington State, Central Michigan, Wake Forest, Rutgers. Uh, I have you guys on either of those games before we go to New Year's Day? No. If I would do these two games, I would take the favorites, though. Just my take. I think Rutgers, they're happy to be in a bowl game, but this team also put up seven points against Northwestern and lost. So I think Wake Forest is going to run them out of the gym, a.k.a. the football field. And then – I just think Washington State's on a different level compared to Central Michigan. These are both games that kind of got re-jumbled around with all the games getting canceled. Um, that spread in the Rutgers game is up to like 17, I saw, which is, which is pretty funny, which is funny for a bowl game. Usually you don't see something that big, but 
Yeah, well, we'll have to we'll have to see. I'm not going to be on either of those early games though. I'll watch. I'll bet on the late games and, and watch those. I'm I'm off. I'm off those two games. I'm honestly I'm more excited. I, I think again, as the older you get, the more you don't enjoy uh, New Year's Eve. I'm just fucking excited for New Year's Day. I'll probably be at Moxo's early when they open, uh, ripping a little bit of brunch and a couple Coronas just for you boys because there's a lot of really good football, including the Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes playing Kentucky uh, on New Year's Day. The VRBO Citrus Bowl down in Orlando. I love the Hawkeyes plus three here. Give me the, so do I. Give me the points. Give me them all day long. I want them. Like I think this is a perfect matchup for them. Kentucky is a smash mouth team that loves to run the ball. Iowa plays three white linebackers, four defensive linemen, two safeties. They don't rotate guys off the field, so they're going to be able to stop these sets and they've seen it every day in practice because Iowa runs the same thing and Kentucky's not going to be able to out muscle them or out tough them like they did against Louisville a month ago to be able to get in this game. I love Iowa plus three and I don't know what I'm missing here. I know the quarterbacks suck, but this is going to be a close game, like 12 to 10. I think Iowa can win, but I think this should be a pick them. We're getting three points again. Three points. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense why Iowa will be catching three here. Free, it's it's free points. And look, the X Factor, this kid, he's just a good guy. Tyler Linderbaum, I don't know if you guys saw this, Iowa center, number one center uh, in, in, in Mel Kuyper's uh, board uh, for the for the NFL draft, donated $30,000 of his NIL money to the kids as he was waving to them uh, from the field. So uh, props to that guy. I'm on the Hawks all day long, plus three. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, there's a lot of... God, the 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 board on. I thought, I mean, I thought you don't bet on Iowa though. What happened? Well, I mean, it, new year, new me, right? Twenty twenty two. I'm going to be betting on. So, uh, I mean, I got to take him, right? I'm not going to put any money on him. I'll bet him in the pools. You know, do whatever. You know, that's it, it, it's just a play I really like on the board. But um, what else do you guys like New Year's Day? Again, there's there's a, a plethora of games uh, for us to pick from here uh, Silver. Um, once again, with the Big Ten theme, I'll take Penn State. Like Arkansas is a good team. They exceeded expectations this year. Penn State, once again, got off to a great start and floundered. But I think this is still means something to them. It's a January bowl game. Clifford's last game, who's played really well. Penn State's a tough team. They're going to be able to stop Arkansas running, and they're going to need to throw the ball. I like Penn State in a low-scoring game here. Even though uh, Dotson's out, they'll still be able to find a way to get enough points. Ride the Big Ten this year. This is their year. Fastballs, what do you got? Yeah, I the only other one I have is Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. The only fear that you have is that Utah can run on them, um, and that Ohio State's gonna not doesn't have as much motivation to win as Utah does because just Utah, Utah wants to be there, Dave. It. Utah wants right. to be there. That's the that's the only concern that I think I would have about it. But I don't know. I mean, Ohio State's gonna be better than them at every position, basically. Ohio State's an All Star team. I get it. It's not the playoff. It's still the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Like, those right. players are still going to get hyped for it. It's a free fucking vacation. You just hope that, I mean, that, you know, traveling, you know, three time zones, and I, I know they get there a few days early, but you hope all the other distractions off the field don't affect an Ohio State team like that. I don't think you're going to get that from a, a, a little bit of a more disciplined team in Utah. I do like Ohio State, though. I, I mean, four and a half points, it's screaming to, you know, every, every public pick better, such as myself, but – I, I love that game. The only other game that I really do love, 
I love this Ole Miss game. This is minus a fun matchup. This is a fun matchup. Minus one and a half against Baylor. I, I think Baylor will match up with them a little bit more, better on defense, but they do not have the offense to keep up with, with Ole Miss. Right. I could see this being like a 35 21 type of game. Uh and Ole Miss get getting up getting up pretty big early. And then and then you know that Baylor defense probably finding the group a little bit more. That's the only one I really did like that's left on the board. Are you guys are you guys playing on this one or are, are you guys you guys gonna punt to anything else in New Year's, New Year's Day? I definitely will if I'm up and not too hungover. Um I'm staying away from Ohio State and Utah just because I've been wrong on Utah since our preseason predictions. So that's just kind of a thing. So I'll definitely be probably be needing action. I'll probably ride with you on that Ole Miss play. I got to figure it out still. I think that's a great matchup and a fun way to start off the new year and kick off the final game for that for that day. Fastballs? Yeah, and then no, that's it. And then we get that uh, late Tuesday game because uh, you have NFL for two straight days and you get that game on the fourth. You do get the game on the fourth. LSU, K-State. Yeah. Where is that game being played at? Is that like in Detroit? I have I'm no looking idea. it up right now. No, it's a tax it's a Texas, Texas Bowl. Bowl. Okay, so another game right by Merrick. Clear eyes, full hearts, baby. Can't lose. They just play every game down in there. Like yeah, it's actually not bad. I can see. The... I can see Kansas State traveling pretty well down there. Who knows? LSU might too to see what Brian Kelly looks like and if he still has that Southern draw with him. So twenty twenty two. So not, you mean he's going to go to the he's going to go to the Texas Bowl with his family? Yeah, wear a cowboy hat on the sideline, maybe a couple boots. And not and not have to wear a mask because God damn it, the Omni the Omicron variant is not down here. Nobody gives a fucking rat's ass about COVID. It's it fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, look, before we go into the NFL, we do need to we do need to make a little bit of a bigger announcement here. Uh, the winner from last week's contest on the free on the free sweatshirt. Uh, again, listeners, this was the 15th person to DM us on Instagram. Dave's holding it up now. God, that looks clean. Uh, look, Steve Weinstein, he's been a guest on the podcast. 15th person. Give it up for him real quick. Steve Weinstein. You got to get his address. Congrats to the sweater that's going to Hoboken. AK24 will be in touch via, uh, via Instagram. Uh, get that out to get that out, out to Hoboken right after the holidays, after peak season with UPS and FedEx comes down. Make sure we get that hit that on time delivery percentage there, uh, and, and keep those packages moving. Uh, Good to know uh, our swag is in two different time zones now, not just one. I know, I know. Uh, but listeners, hey, you're gonna have more chances to win. Look at look out look out on, Christ, on, on New Year's Eve. Look out New Year's Day. We're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna give you guys a few more opportunities to get your hands on one of these cool cool sweatshirts. Um, this, shockingly enough, boys, I there was actually a significant amount of people who reached out about these sweatshirts. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. The amount of people that were like, no, like really, like how do I get one? How do I get one of these? It's got our three beautiful mugs on it. It's got the it's fifteen ninety nine. It's fifteen ninety nine. All right, we need yeah, this. No- we need to take. We need to take the proceeds. I, I'm going to turn a small profit, but we're going to take the proceeds so we can we can uh, advertise the podcast on Twitter. Yeah, so yeah, like, and then we're going to start an ETF called uh, TGS, Three Guys from the South Side, and we'll just use that money to bet on college basketball and the Masters. 
Well, we'll take a screenshot of us recording the podcast like this, and we'll make it into an NFT. Is what we can do then. Oh, good idea, good Ooh, idea. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get a digital wallet first, though. You know, maybe we start streaming on YouTube. Let them see how the sausage is made. Give certain <laughs> people read-only access to the show notes. Oh, I got a million ideas. Oh, oh man, this, this sounds like barstool gold. I'm in. Dave, we're gonna have to get a few oversized hoodies. You, you know, those college girls down at U of I like the oversized hoodies going to class. Oh my God! Come on, and and you, you gotta think they're not wearing much. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I just I need. I left my sweater in River North. I need to get I, it back so I can wear it to class. Merrick, I figure we just give Blaze, you know, like ten oversized sweaters, and anytime he's got a co-ed over, and she's like, "Ooh, I'm cold." He's like, "Here, take this with you. You don't have to bring it back. Don't worry about it, babe." This is why our Can't podcast fair. is going down to every two weeks. I keep getting bullied by twelve eleven. Cab fair, cab fairs on the nightstand, toots. Scan this sweater for a free Uber ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and grab a blue pill on the way out the door, sweetie. Thanks so much. Merrick, uh, Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> All right, so let's go into NFL. <laughs> Isn't it, wouldn't a blue pill be Viagra? What are you doing? No, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure the morning after said blue. Are they not? Well, so is Adderall. I mean, Jesus, the <laughs> possibilities are endless. Well, I'm Hey, winners, possibly you. It's a Tesla student, you say, boys. Yeah, yes. how much fun we planned on having, boys. <laughs> yeah, hey, you combine a couple of those, we're going to have a real fun couple hours. Yeah, I'm excited for 2022 for the podcast, though. I think by next football season, you know, we'll have even more ideas for merch and, and how to keep going. Because the only thing that will definitely not happen is we will not stop. We're reaching 100 episodes probably by mid-2023 or so. I have a ton of fun doing this podcast with you guys as much as like certain weeks. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I got to do this fucking thing. Every no. time when we start doing it, I absolutely love it. It's great seeing you guys every single week. And it's 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 for I selfishly do it for myself because I enjoy it more than anything. And But it would be so much fun if we could get a bunch of random people to like get us on Twitter and stuff. It is. It, it's a ton of fun. <laughs> the only not fun part about it is when you can't pick an NFL game for fucking – your goddamn life. I think I've won one out of the last 10 NFL games. So I'm going to put our listeners out of, out of their misery. I'm just going to give you guys a couple blind picks that I absolutely love. First off, the Seahawks minus seven against the Lions. Don't ask me why. Love them. Uh, we're going to go. These are for fading purposes, right? Yeah, only for fading purposes. Um, I love the Chargers minus six and a half. I think the Broncos are packing it in for the air. Chargers actually have a uh, potential playoff berth that they're playing for. And Justin Herbert just looks fucking fantastic. Um, and look, the last one I'm going to go with here. Oh, man, I'm, I'm really – I'm reaching on this one. I'm, I'm really, I'm really reaching on this one. I'm going to take the Bengals plus five against the Chiefs. I don't know why. I like the Bengals at home. I, yeah, the Chiefs have been playing really well recently. But I don't know. Something about Joe, something about my boy T. Higgins – Ah, man, I, I, I can't. Well, did, you, did you open the show notes at all? Merrick, did you just kiss to death my big boy play this weekend? That's no. we, We're both on the Bengals in this thing. No, I, I, I seriously, I haven't looked at any NFL notes. Yeah, so I've been loving the Bengals, and they've been on the border of five and a half and five. And once again, going back to the theory, the Chiefs have covered like eight straight games now against the spread. They're going on the road. Since he's playing great at home, it's going to be a hostile atmosphere. I love Cincy plus five. I think this is going to be a big boy pick. I'll probably uh, send it out so we can tweet it out. 
um, maybe get a little more, a couple more listeners to boost that up to about 275 listeners per episode. We'll see how that works out. But um, yeah, Dave, you're on it too. Anything you want to add from that? No, I'm, I I felt like you when I was going through the uh, NFL picks. So I'm, maybe I'm just starting to absorb some of your, your big brain knowledge here. Uh, but I mean, you ended up on two of the same sides as me. The Titans are the other one that I like. The, the biggest reason why I like the Titans is just because it doesn't make any sense. The um, They're playing – this is in t- Tennessee, and you mentioned, like, they're playing on the same track that this um, Tennessee-Purdue game was just on where they just had 90, 93 points scored in it. So the total in that's only 40, and the Titans are minus three and a half. The Dolphins have won five straight, but you know who their last five were against? They were against uh, one of them the suggests- Jets twice – the Jets twice, the Giants, the Panthers, and then the Saints with, with, Ian, with Book. Ian Book at quarterback. Oh, that's so another take th- we were wrong about. We said Ian Book can't be as bad as Taysom Hill. In fact, he's a lot worse than Taysom Far Hill. worse. Far worse. So I'm I, the Bengals won. The other three that I have on here are all just home dogs. Uh, that's why I was thinking of you. But I might have to – I'm going to take the Ravens off of there, or at least put it on pause because I don't know if you saw today Lamar Jackson – was limping at practice again, so he's he was sitting out today. So what we'll to see if he plays? If he doesn't play, I'm not going to bet him. Obviously, against the Rams at, at home, even getting the three and a half. And then the last one, I picked this before I heard the news today. Uh, Steelers plus three and a half against the Browns at home again. Home dog. I think it's Big Ben's last game at home. He's Big at. Ben's he's last gonna, stand. So it's his last stand. I don't think that. I mean, I, Steelers getting points at home hardly ever happens, anyways. If it's Big Ben's last game, you know that he's going to go out there. He'll go out there in the walking boot if he needs to. So those are my picks. You can leave the Ravens on there, whatever it closes at, though. Fuck it. Yeah, the only thing is, Dave, that I watched that Pittsburgh and Kansas City game, and oh my God, it looked like Pittsburgh was ready to go to Cabo or the Caribbean. They were looked like they were checked out. That was a game they had to win for the playoffs and did not show up. It's different going at home. Big Ben's last game, they might want to rally the troops, but this is a younger team that hasn't been with Big Ben for a while the whole entire time, so it might not mean anything to them. And the Browns need away. to win to get in. True, too. Um, I don't know. I'll stay away. I can't get a read on any 3 p.m. games <laughs> or anything later on still, too, so I'm sticking with the Titans and Bengals and then um, go from there. Is there I, Merrick, I do not have any weekly perennial this week. Um in the holster. So I think that kind of wraps us up for the year. Any uh, messages and um, to our listeners before we go into a new year, a message for the listeners. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, we appreciate plural, any, plural. any interaction that we can get on like the, like Twitter, especially I think is the funniest thing of all time. Yeah. Merrick. I, I think like um, if another weekly perennial hits or if my big boy, bed hits maybe we'll um order some couple more sweaters and just kind of get some interactions about that i absolutely love that people wanted these um so maybe we'll keep doing that but no this started out as something to do during covid and it's evolved and i think we've gotten a lot better and i actually do enjoy seeing these two ugly faces next to mine so every week so it's been fun i've enjoyed it i've made some money along the way too so that always helps as well totally totally yeah it's it's been a fun year uh, I, I think I think we've we've had a few challenges, a couple bumps along the way, but uh, look, nothing nothing that we haven't haven't gotten to, you know, especially with that Philo that Philo mentality. Right, first and last time. heads heads down, bank accounts up. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just gotta grind through it to to, to take a couple steps forward, you know, like from Anthony County likes to say. But yeah, listeners, we appreciate all that all the support all year long. The, and next week is the 50th episode spectacular. It's going to be a big one. 
It's going to be a big one. I promise you there's going to be something big on that episode. But, look, everyone be safe. Don't drink and drive. we got to make sure that we call that one out. And, and look, too, have a, have a great and safe new year. Uh, we look forward to, to, to talking to you guys in 2022, giving you guys some more free plays and, and winning some more money. So, uh, with that, we're going to be signing off for the year. Peace. Don't you cry no more